You are listening to the Live So Brightly podcast, a podcast for those who've decided it's time to be divine. We will talk about spirituality, creativity, living on purpose, self-love, self-care, crystals, Reiki, heart math, and so much more. My name is Julia Caldwell, and I am the founder of the Live So Brightly podcast and Live So Brightly Spiritual Coaching. Um, I'm going to tell you a little bit about my story and why I decided to start a podcast and what this podcast is about, and then we will go into what it means to live on purpose. So first of all, like I said, my name is Julia Caldwell. I was born in Germany, raised in Virginia to a military family. I have two younger siblings. Uh, I am the oldest, obviously. And basically, I was raised in a very heavily Christian home. I, from a very young age knew that there was something different about what I was being taught in my Christian upbringing, but I couldn't exactly put a finger on it until I was about 24 years old or so. And I discovered different modalities and healing regimens that I decided to start working into my life. I discovered these while I was at school at Maggie Flanagan Studio, which is an actor's training program in New York City. I am a little bit biased, but I would say it is the best actor's training program in New York City, potentially even in the world, definitely in the United States. And through that program, I gained some really wonderful insights into my life and who I am as a person. And Basically, my spiritual practice grew from there. So I got sober in December of 2014, or sorry, 2000, uh, well, I tried to get sober in December of 2014, but that didn't work out very well. Um, I got sober in December of 2018 um, and went on a deeper spiritual journey through my sobriety and got really connected, started releasing trauma, healing from trauma. I ended up working with my own life coach and decided that I wanted to start a spiritual coaching business. I thought I wanted to work in trauma. I quickly found out after starting my own coaching business that that was not what I wanted to do, um, that I wanted to work with people who wanted to build a spiritual practice who, if not believe the exact same things that I did, at least had faith in something bigger than themselves. And so here we are. I decided to start a podcast. Well, this would be my second go around at this podcast. I did start a podcast called Unearthed by Julie Anthology or Unearthed the Podcast. And that was my initial coaching business. And really that business was uh, built off of a blog that I started called Julie Anthology. And that blog was just me sharing my 
journey through self-discovery. And eventually I got to a point where I felt that starting a podcast would be a better way to reach people because it's such a popular service and people listen to podcasts all the time. It's much easier than reading my very long-winded blog posts. So I figured this would be a better way to put out what it is that is in this head of mine. And therefore, I started a podcast. So I started Unearthed, uh, the podcast, in March of 2019. And it was mainly just me interviewing other people that I was interested in talking to about different um, spiritual practices. Uh, I talked to people about finances, massage therapy, chakra work. Um, We talked about trauma. We talked about creativity. We talked about the struggles of coming out Um, Lots of different topics. So you will see those podcast episodes right after this one. Those will be the first ones that I release. And then uh, in a week or so, I will be releasing the newer podcast episodes that I've recorded over the last year and a half. So I decided to come back to podcasting for the reason that I did really enjoy making podcasts. I had stopped for a while because my work schedule was just too hectic. I was in the middle of moving halfway across the country. And then when I moved halfway across the country, uh, something called the coronavirus happened. And I was very focused on raising my new puppy. Uh, Her name is Rory. And focused on trying to find a job. So that was that became my full-time job was finding a job and being unemployed and trying to drive for Uber and make ends meet and all of that. So things just got really hectic and I wasn't able to keep up with the podcast anymore. But now that things have settled down and I'm actually no longer in Texas, I moved to Texas from Virginia and that was the big news of last year, the big news of this year, aside from the obvious issues that are happening around the world and in our country are I've moved to Memphis to be with my boyfriend. So that's very exciting. And now that I've settled in Memphis and I have a steady job that allows me to actually fully log off of work, um, I'm able to put more time and attention into my podcast and the other things that I would like to do with my side businesses. So what is this podcast about? So in the introduction, I mentioned that we will talk about a little bit of everything, spirituality, creativity, living on purpose, self-love, self-care, crystals, Reiki, heart math, and so much more. And when I mean so much more, I mean so much more. I have a lot of different people who are coming onto the show for for this uh, season who are talking about more trauma, um, mental health, spirituality. Um, I've got somebody who's going to talk about music therapy, lots of really cool episodes, and the content is just going to keep growing. This will be kind of a modge podge of just different things that you can add into your spiritual life, different things that can affect your spiritual life, different things that can hold you back from living so brightly. And 
I really want this podcast to be an outlet for somebody to just pick up an episode and say, this is what I need right now. And listen, you don't have to listen to anything in sequence. It's all just there for you to pick and choose what you need at the present moment. And I really encourage you to let your intuition guide you. So now I will get into some shameless plugs about the various businesses that I have. So aside from Live So Brightly, I also have Evolved Summit, which is an events uh, business. It's mainly uh, geared towards spiritual events. And if you have ever heard of Hay House Live, that is the goal. And then we also have Gemstones and Jewels. Jewels is my childhood nickname. So I felt like it fit really, really nicely um, as I also create spiritually tailored malas and uh, other spiritually tailored accessories such as pendants and palm stones and organ pyramids and things like that. So Live So Brightly, as I've mentioned, is my coaching business. So I have a couple different coaching packages and you can go to my website at www.livesobrightly.com to check those out. But basically the goal with that business is to help people live a divinely inspired life so that they are empowered to live in their purpose and to make consciously informed decisions. Evolved Summit, as I mentioned, is a spiritual events page, spiritual events uh, business. And we are actually hosting our very first event, which is a women's only virtual event. It's a two-day event that's taking place in January, uh, January 9th and 10th. So if you're interested in that, you can go to www.evolvedsummit.com. And we will eventually have events that aren't just for women. I promise I'm not uh, one of those who only wants to work with a certain gender. I am very much believe in men having a spiritual practice. I believe it is just as important for men to have a spiritual practice as anybody else to have a spiritual practice. And I think it might even be more important for men at this point to get in touch with themselves and to really understand what they want because so frequently men are denying their own needs for what society tells them they should need. And I can have an entire podcast episode on that. And I probably will now that I've mentioned it. And then finally, like I said, gemstones and jewels, that is my fun uh, jewelry making business. It's not just jewelry, but that's the gist of it. I make these spiritually tailored malas, which are lots of fun. Uh, basically, we do a one-on-one spiritual coaching session where I get to the down and dirty of what chakras need to be rebalanced. And um, and I create this beautiful necklace for you and I send it off with an awesome booklet and it has all of this information about chakras and your malas, your mala beads and the beads that I used. It also talks about uh, different mantras, meditations, affirmations, yoga sequences, and a lot of other yummy products. So definitely check that out at gemstonesandjewels.com. And that is all for my ads. So we're going to get into what it means to live on purpose. So, so many people, I feel like, 
especially during this pandemic, have lost their sense of purpose. And I say this because a lot of people lost their jobs. And not necessarily jobs that they dreamed of doing when they were children, but they lost their jobs, they lost their quote-unquote livelihood, and they lost their security. And then depression set in, not only because they lost their sense of security, but because they lost what they felt their purpose was. And unless you were, in fact, doing your dream job, which I would say 99% of people in the world are not currently doing their dream job, maybe that's a little harsh, but I don't think I know many people in my life who are currently doing their dream job. I know maybe five, and I know a lot of people in my life. <laughs> and uh, I'm not saying that I know 5,000, but um, I do know quite a few people, and I only know a few people who are really, truly living their life's purpose. And that makes me really sad. So I wanted to do my first episode on what it means to live on purpose. And that's kind of a play on words as well. So you'll hear living in your purpose or um, to live your truth, um, but live on purpose. So I want you to live with purpose and I want you to do things on purpose. I want you to experience your life on purpose because we're only given this one life. Well, in this certain vessel with this instrument that we're given, we only have one life and one experience as this person who is named whatever your name is. I will say, as a side note, I do believe in reincarnation, but I don't believe that our spirits hold on to the past experiences of our lives deeply enough to carry on that same journey. And that can be another podcast in and of itself as well. But what does it mean to live on purpose? So first, to live on purpose, you have to know what you want out of your life. And this seems to be something that people lose touch with as they get older. We go through grade school and high school and we get to a place where we have a choice. We can go to college or we don't go to college. And people tend to take the college route or they go to a trade school and they're forced to figure out in the first two years of college what they want to do with the last two years of college so that they can get a degree that will eventually catapult them into doing something that they want to do for the rest of their lives. And I have a serious problem with this model. And I, anybody who knows me will tell you that I swear up and down that when I have children, I will not force them to go to college. And if they do want to go to college, I will make sure that they are majoring in something that they truly care about and want to do. And if they don't actually have an idea of what they want to do with their lives, honey, you will go into the workforce, you will do something else because it is a waste of time, energy, and money, most importantly. 
And there are so many people who are in hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt with degrees that they don't even want to do anything with. And that's devastating to me. So I don't believe that's the right system, but it's the current system that's in place. I myself didn't know what I truly wanted to do with my life until I was 27. And who knows, that might even change in the next five years. But right now, I'm pretty driven and pretty set on what I want to do with the rest of my life. So first of all, you have to know what you want. So one thing that I do with my coaching clients is I get them to sit down and write down all of their values. And values for me the dictionary definition, I'm going to pull it up very quickly, but values to me are non-negotiables in your life. And the definition, according to the Oxford English Dictionary, is the regard that something is held to deserve the importance, worth, or usefulness of something or a person's principles or standards of behavior, one's judgment of what is important in life. So I would say it's not just what's important, it is what is non-negotiable. And I have to include these kinds of definitions because I am in fact an English major. So um, for my fellow English majors out there who know what the OED is, you are so welcome. <laughs> so I want people to get really clear on what their value system is because so many people know the word value or know the word values and don't actually know what their values are or what is of value to them. Um, and it's really important, I think, to sit down and write these things down and to revisit them at least every six months to a year. It's something that I'll be revisiting again at the beginning of this year once we get into 2021. I think it's really important because once you realize what your values are, you can start to navigate what is for you and what is not for you in your life. And the next step that I take with my clients when I work with them is let's sort out some goals. What are your goals that you have for yourself? If you have a goal to lose 30 pounds and you've been trying to set that goal by running five miles a day, but you loathe running, well, where's your motivation to complete that goal? But if you prefer a yoga practice and you enjoy yoga, wouldn't it be better to work in a daily yoga practice for 60 minutes or 90 minutes as opposed to trying to kill yourself doing something that you hate? And that's, but that's the way people live their lives is they decide that they want to continue doing something that they quite frankly despise. And that's not okay. That's not living on purpose. That's living very far removed from your purpose and living a miserable life that's not even really living. A lot of people just tend to go with the motions and let life happen to them. And that isn't living at the end of the day. We have to really love every day and love experiencing every day 
in order to live the way we were meant to live, the way that we were meant to live in this life. So once you get clear on what you want, you have to go after what you want. And what does that mean? That doesn't mean, you know, if you decide that you want to be a life coach, that you quit your day job and go on ahead and start life coaching and trying to get clients. No, no, no. You start from making baby steps. You create an action plan that has actionable steps inside of that plan and you work at them, you chip at them away at them daily and you keep your day job. Um, but the more that you work and live in your purpose and on your purpose, the more the universe is going to give back to you. So the more podcasts I record, the more coaching clients I will receive. It's the law of attraction. And that's not to say that I'm doing this simply to get coaching clients. I'm doing this to provide a, a service to people. But the more I give, the more I receive. That's simply the law of attraction. And the more I do things that are on purpose and with my purpose and in line in alignment with my purpose, the more I will receive back that allows me to support my life's goal. And that's something that a lot of people tend to neglect and forget about. And it's really important. Um, if you're not familiar with the law of attraction, it's a beautiful, it's a book, but it's um, more of a dialogue be between Esther Hicks and her spirit guide, Abraham Hicks. And she's able to channel him. It's a channeled work. And it's all about the laws of the universe and how things come to fruition, the more you vibrate on lower levels, the more lower vibrational things you bring into your life. So the more you spend your time focusing on, oh, I hate my job. I hate my car. I hate my house. I hate my boyfriend or whatever it is that you're hating on at the moment, the more of that loathing and discomfort and discontentment you're going to get. But when you start to do things that give your life meaning and start to raise your vibration little by little, the more positive energy that's going to come into your life, you know, maybe you'll be able to get a large check from the government and you're able to finally fix up your house and then sell it. Maybe you are able to get, you know, you get a big increase on your credit score and you're able to trade in that beater that you've been driving for 15 years uh, for a newer vehicle. Or maybe you will get the strength and the courage to leave a relationship that's quite frankly not serving you anymore. But the more you focus on how dreadful your life is, the more apparent that dread is going to become to you every single day. But the more you start to step into loving yourself and loving your present moment and your current situation, 
it's amazing the things that the universe puts into play. I'll tell you a little story. So I am part of a bunch of different uh, spiritual groups on Facebook. And one of them is just like people post there asking questions. If people, you know, they post a lot of pictures, like, what do you feel from this picture? Do you see any spirits, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, you know, I create these malas. I've been trying to do wholesale with them and I have just been getting shut down. I want to reach out to the spiritual community and see what they think about them. And maybe I need, maybe they're too eclectic. Maybe I need to go down to just like, you know, a couple of colors instead of like five to six colors per necklace, et cetera. So I reached out to the spiritual community on this Facebook group and I said, Hey, these are some of my malas. And and I had zero intention of like trying to make sales from this at all. Um, I just simply wanted to know, like, is there anything I can do to improve them? What are what are the vibes people are getting? Are people getting good energy from these mala necklaces? And the response I got was overwhelming. I had so many people reaching out to me wanting to work with me. I actually ended up getting um, a wholesale client that I'm working on getting a mala out for her right now so that she can test my work and see if it's going to fit well in her store. So, and that was simply because I put myself out there in the universe and I'd been doing a lot of work on my website and my Etsy page and my other businesses and trying to get things out on Instagram. And I had all these things just fall into my lap. And that's because I was focusing on the positive. I wasn't focusing on, oh, I haven't made a sale in a month and a half. Oh, I haven't done this. I wasn't focusing on the half knots or the failures. I was focusing on the positives and the things I was doing. And when we redirect our energy and our focus to the things that we are doing, the things that we want will just fall into place. So... The next step, once you start going after what you want, is never giving up on your dreams. Set really wild goals for yourself. Set really crazy goals and figure out exactly how you get there. The road that you plan is not always going to be this. It's not going to look like the reality. But when you have a plan in place and you start following it, religiously, you'd be amazed at the way things just sort of happen. It's like magic. But the moment you start giving up and start just receding on those things and putting things on the back burner and not taking that extra hour or two after work to really focus on what it is that you want to do, the more the universe is going to retreat as well because it's not going to feel like you really want that thing. Another example is I had I had to stop uh, creating content for a little while because I realized I needed to rebrand. Um, and I wasn't getting clients because I was realizing that my – talk that I was talking wasn't what I wanted to be saying. I wasn't living the dream that I wanted. I, I had a couple of clients, but nobody was really spiritually focused. And 
I felt more like a therapist and there was a reason why I didn't go back to school. I was in school for a little while for social work. And the reason why I didn't go that route was because I couldn't truly work the way that I wanted to work, which is a spiritually based work. And I couldn't do that as a social worker because you can't bring religion or spirituality into that work because it's not ethical. So um, I felt like a therapist. I didn't really like what I was doing and I wasn't, the clients that I had weren't really doing the work either. And I was getting really frustrated and I realized it was because I wasn't doing my work on my purpose. I wasn't living in my purpose. And I'd given up on the idea of anybody wanting spiritual coaching. Um, I just thought that I needed to go with whatever person I could get to just try to work this program and shove this program down their throat. But quite frankly, it wasn't going to work because they didn't want to have anything to do with the spiritual side of it. They didn't want to have anything to do with meditation, nothing to do with a higher power, nothing to do with uh, any of the things that I teach. So don't give up on that dream, whatever it is. And as soon as I revamped and, and got really clear on what it is that I wanted, I st it, things started changing. I started having people refer me out to people and um, started working with clients that are just simply amazing and doing some really great work, work that I haven't even had to teach them because they're figuring it out on their own, which just means that it's working for them. So I think that that's really beautiful. And also, I feel a lot more confident in what I'm offering because I know that I'm living in my purpose. So don't give up on those dreams that you have, whatever they are, because they can come true no matter how crazy they seem. And then that leads me into my final nugget for you is knowing you can achieve anything. Nothing is impossible. As Audrey Hepburn says, the word itself says, I'm possible. And if you were to break that down even further, I am possible. I am, as Wayne Dyer says, is God is possible. God possible. Everything is possible through God, through spirit through the universe. In this in this podcast, I will use all of those phrases interchangeably. I believe that God is basically a massive current running through the universe that's very similar to the EAC from Finding Nemo. And that we are little strains of light and particles that go out to various different sections of the universe and and if you get lucky enough to land on earth you take up this humanoid body and here we are and maybe on some other planet we take up a different kind of life form maybe we're a dog or a cat or something animal-like or maybe really freaky aliens who knows but um that's that's my take on that so 
everything is possible. There is nothing that is impossible in the realm of things that anybody could want to do. And I think that knowing that deep down, knowing and believing that takes work. It's really hard to undo all of the doubt and insecurities we have about the things we want to do. I know growing up for me, I was constantly told that acting was a pipe dream and that there was no sense in trying to go after that dream because I didn't know anybody. I didn't have any connections in the industry. And so what was the point? It was just going to crash and burn. And ultimately, I think that that led to me feeling really insecure. I don't think I know it led to me feeling really insecure about my acting for a very long time. And eventually got to a point where I simply didn't want to act anymore for a very long time. And now I'm at a point where I love acting. I want to do it for fun. It's a little hard to do right now because of COVID, but I just want to do it for fun. I don't want to do it for a career. And it took a lot of work to uncover that, to say, you know, I like this, I enjoy it, but I don't want to hack it. I'm not made of the stuff to hack it in that kind of environment, to be constantly rejected 24-7, just to have a yes, you know, 10,000 no's down the line. That just was too hard on my fragile little soul. So I took some time and I thought that I wanted to be in the restaurant industry because I loved being of service to people and then found out that there was a way for me to help people without going back to school, without having to get a degree in psychology or social work or going to medical school or anything like that. And that's that's the coaching. And I really am glad that I found this. And there's so many other ways for me to help people in a spiritual way. And that's what I've always been interested in is, is the spiritual journey Um of the human and what that looks like. And, and it's quite wonderful. And I'm very excited to share all of my findings with you. And, but that's, that's what I, that's what I'm trying to get to here though, is that, you know, it took a lot of work, even once I found out what I wanted to do to realize that it is possible and that there are people doing it right now and that success is very possible in this industry, even though it might be a long road. Um, everything is, though, if you really think about it, it takes 10,000 hours to become a master of something. That doesn't happen overnight. 10,000 hours, if I was to pull up my cal- calculator right now. That's 416 days. So if you were to work 24 hours a day, seven days a week in a year and a month, you would ultimately become a master in something. However, that's not really feasible, but let's divide 10,000 by eight. 
That's 1,250 days divided by 365. That's three and a half years. And that's if you were able to devote eight hours a day, seven days a week to what you're doing. And if you're able to do that, that's fabulous. Good for you. A lot of people, on the other hand, won't be able to do that. So you need to be able to understand that even if you can only dedicate four hours a day, seven days a week, if you can dedicate four hours, you'll be there in seven years. You'll be an expert in seven years. Imagine, where were you seven years ago? Where were you right now? Seven years ago, I was 20... One years old, I was in college and I had absolutely no idea what I was doing with my life. But if I knew seven years ago what it was I was supposed to be doing with my life, I guarantee damn well to you I would be there right now. And based off of that calculation, I have about four more years to go. So we will see. But, um, and there's so much growth that's happened over the last three years since I've started this business. And you have to understand that as long as you keep believing it is possible, you have to keep vibrating on that higher level and keep being grateful for what you have and for your present moment and know it is possible. Everything is possible. And it all starts with understanding your value system, knowing what truly matters to you. You can build a career out of anything. And if you have questions for me on that, you can email me at caldwelljuliam at gmail.com and I will give you a list of things that you can do based off of your values. And I will do that for you at no cost because I am so passionate about helping people figure out what their purpose is. Uh, I was working with one of my clients earlier today and just like, I just don't know what I can do if I can have healing and traveling come together in, in one thing. And I was like, what about the Peace Corps? She hadn't heard of the Peace Corps. She's from Canada. I was like, well, there's got to be something similar to the Peace Corps in Canada. There has to be. Sure enough, there was. And guess what she's looking into? The Canadian version of Peace Corps. Because I was like, no, there's definitely something. I know there is. And I know there is for you too. You just have to find it. And sometimes it takes some soul searching. I have this really great thing that I'll leave you with. So first question I'm going to ask you, and I want you to let your intuition answer this question for you. I don't want you to do too much thinking. What is your spirit animal? Whatever the first animal that came into mind, that's your spirit animal. Next question is, what is your spiritual symbol? The first symbol that came to your mind, that's your spiritual symbol. Now, what I want you to do is tonight, I want you to ask the universe if what you're doing right now, whatever job it is that you're doing, is what is truly meant for you. And if it is, I want you to ask the universe to show you your spirit animal and your spirit symbol three times over the course of the next 24 hours. I promise you, if it is meant for you, you will see it. I do this, I test it. All of the time. All of the time. That's how I got into my current relationship. Not kidding. I asked the universe if this relationship was right for me. And sure enough, I got my answers. And not only did I get my answers, I got hit over the head with my answers. 
And that's how I am where I am. So thank you for listening. I hope that this gives you some clarity on how to live on purpose. And I hope that you start to find a way to live on purpose because it is so utterly important to your overall health and well-being to live on purpose. And you won't truly understand that until you start. I know you can do it. And if you have any questions, I'll put my email in the show notes. Please send me an email. Please reach out to me on Instagram at live so brightly, live underscore so brightly. And I will talk to you next week. Have a great rest of your day. Light and love. Namaste.